topic where we stick to one topic. My name is Autumn Fisher. My name is Greg Russ, and I'm... Can't say it. Not allowed to say it. <laughs> you think that's funny, but the world has changed. Hmm. I, I think it's funny that the world has changed. There's already a bad, a, enough bad will tied to my name because of that asshole who, oh, true. who moved to New York named Greg Russ from fucking Minneapolis or whatever it was. I'm in charge of public housing in Minneapolis and I've done the greatest job in the world. That's why they hired me in New York where I don't even want to live. So I fly back and forth on a private jet. I still live in Minneapolis where my family lives, but I'm in charge of all public housing in New York City. And not being there, not really caring, and just wanting the giant salary, I fucking suck. I suck so much that there's a lot of negative press written about me. And in the process, I'm ruining the other Greg Russ's name. Fuck you, dude. Fuck you. Man, you were really hung up on that guy. It sucks. There's not, you, you don't come across that many people, like meaning me, I don't come across that many people with my name. Not right. that it's that odd of a name, but it's also not that common. Mm-hmm. And... When you do come across one who's also, I think one guy was a surfer. That's what I've seen before. Anyone who was in the public in any sort of way. One guy was a surfer, whatever. Okay. Then there was me because of the radio stuff. And you're thinking, all right, that's about it. We can deal with this. You know, there was my dad, but he wasn't really in the public eye. He was on a an episode of Mighty Machines on the Smithsonian Channel. He was? I can tell you that. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, they did a a feature on the C5 Galaxy. Large cargo plane my dad worked on. Retrofitting the cockpits and the engines because it went into service, I think, the 70s. Uh, maybe even before. Wow. And, uh, you know, they wanted them, wanted them to stay operational. So they had to put in new digital cockpits and new engines and... They were talking to him about it. But that's about it. And then you get this guy who appears out of nowhere, who gets bad press. And if you search my name in New York, all you're going to see is him. I was writing someone the other day who didn't really know me. And uh, I made sure to put a note in the email. If you do a Google search, that's not me. (laughs) When you find that, that's not me. You wouldn't know. You wouldn't know what it's like. I guess not. I uh, met someone last night named Autumn. Did you high five? I did. Bond? Yeah. I asked, do people, I said, do people call you Amber? And she said, all the time. Me too. I don't understand what that is, why that's uh, such a difficult thing. I know. I don't either. I've never understood it. I've, I just answer to it. I just know they mean me. You know, there's nothing I can do about it. It's not like the name is so strange that I know what I, why would that be your name? Autumn Amber. That makes more sense to me. Maybe it's a stretch to me. It's a stretch to get from autumn to Amber. I agree. I don't know why it just lives in the wrong place in their brain or maybe because there aren't people named, there aren't a lot of people named autumn. So maybe they feel weird about saying it because we don't say autumn as in the season, typically, we usually just say fall. And so maybe they just don't like saying it. Which, by the so way, they're... fall came from the UK. There was a point in time when they used fall in the UK. Oh, is that right? And we used autumn over here. And then it got switched. And yet we're the ones who are made fun of. Fall because the leaves Are we made fun fall, of? Fall. Yeah, because, you know, it's a one of those stupid, lazy words. Uh, what, what word should we use to describe this season? Uh, well, leaves fall from the trees. Yeah, fall. Fall. I get it. It's fall because the leaves fall. So, <laughs> lazy. Dumb American style thinking. Yeah, fall. <laughs> in that book that you stole from me, though, The Made in America. Yeah. By Bill Bryson. I think that's where I read that. I forget all the details behind it, but I do remember reading that autumn was used in the u.s at some point and fall was uk i wonder why it changed good question what's the question oh my god you're not a I fucking professional oh what are you gonna do you're gonna be a professional is what you're gonna do <laughs> guess not <laughs> you listen to your favorite podcast with the dog barking 
I know you don't. I don't know you don't like talking about it. No, I just don't like being constantly told that I'm not professional. <laughs> because like my kids are home, and I don't have a sitter for them. You know. Well, the dog barking. Well, if the kids were barking, that would be unprofessional too. The kids being home and you uh, being unable to work because unexpectedly they have arrived. That's a little different. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was right before Thanksgiving. It was and it was just the podcast 30. But if they were, you know, barking and farting and burping. So it could be heard on the radio show. I'd, I'd also say it's not professional. I agree. Though if you traveled back to the days of shock jockery, then uh, <laughs> they'd be perfect. Yeah, it would have fit right on the air. No, I don't. I don't think that <clears throat> the dog barking in the background is uh, professional. I do close to everything I can during the radio show. But this is our podcast, and it seems more chill. And so, if he barks a little bit, it's fine. Can you de-voice a dog like you can declaw a cat? <laughs> no, there are some dogs though that are that, that don't bark. Yeah, that's the future of dogs. I'm also joking, okay? So anyone listening who you know <laughs> even if the procedure existed, I wouldn't be on par with it. Does that make sense? On How par. How do you feel about declawing? Would I be on par with it? Is that a Oh, on par? I mean, do I know what the on I, board? Yeah, I yeah. I think on par doesn't work, but it's not really that far off from working. No, I still got the gist of what you're saying. Yeah, I don't think it's correct, though. I, I did, don't think it's correct either. I did mean on board, and I don't know why par came out. Well, yeah, because well, it sort of makes sense. We'll start a movement. Am I on, in with declawing? No, because it's like removing a joint or whatever it is from the cat's paw. Yeah. And... Look, do I want a cat clawing at my furniture, ripping things up? No, but that's why I don't have a cat. Like knowing right. what a cat is and what a cat does, that should factor in. You can't have it both ways. I don't think you should be able to have it both ways. Obviously, you can because you can have this procedure, but I don't feel like you should say, I want a cat, but I don't want it to ruin my furniture. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to cut off its hands. You know, I'm annoyed with my dog, so I'm just going to drug him constantly. Yeah, like you do with the kids. <laughs> I don't drug the kids with melatonin. That's just at night once a week. You're a terrible mother. Why don't you just learn to put your kids to bed? Maybe if you started putting them to bed a little earlier. Please stop traumatizing me. You're like re-triggering these thoughts and feelings. <laughs> I know you're joking, but it's real for me. Well, I'm just trying to get you to maintain your well-being. How about that? Yeah, thank you so much. Since, you did a good job. Since our topic is going to be maintenance. Yeah. You wanted to bring up maintenance. I thought of a maintenance man. I'll tell you, before we started recording, I made myself a coffee, but I took the old coffee grounds, not grinds. You know there's a difference, right? Yes. Tell me. Fill me in. Grounds are after they've been used? Mm-hmm. And grinds are before? Correct. I didn't know that for sure. I was scared as I was saying it because I felt like I definitely <laughs> knew it. But then once you asked me to say it, I was really afraid that I was wrong. I think that's why I said it as a question. Putting you on the spot. I, I didn't know that there was a distinction. I thought that they were just used interchangeably. And then I looked oh, it up. Like, I mean, because you could say like ground coffee. Yeah. Because now you're describing the coffee, but using it as a noun. But the grounds are the sludge yeah. used coffee and i dumped it down the sink which maintained your plumbing did you know that i didn't know i was just gonna say that doesn't seem like you should do that no you actually shouldn't do it i think it's an old wives tale where people say yeah you dump it down and it's abrasive and it keeps the pipes clean but the truth is it will lump together if it contacts oil or grease so so oh. that kind of stuff is probably in your pipes down the drain a bit i know you're not supposed to pour oil down the drain but oh, I've done that. You know, people do. But I normally just wait for it to cool and put it in the garbage. Yeah, that's that's probably the better way to do it. There's so many things in the garbage for the oil to absorb into. I figure I'm not pouring like a vat of grease into the trash, you know, just like a little bit from a pan. I like the idea of because it's easy 
dumping the coffee down the drain. I still do it. I'm just waiting for the day where it all clogs and backs up and God knows Why what. don't you just throw it in the trash? Eh, I don't know. It's I don't just get what, what's the big difference. I use a reusable K-cup. I don't have a proper. That's why. Like if, if oh, I was. What do you mean? Like you just rinse it out? Yeah, if it was a coffee filter and a machine that brewed 12 cups of coffee, yeah, I'd just throw the filter in the trash can. But because this little metal cup that needs to be washed out, it's just so much easier just to rinse it out directly and then fill it well, back Well, it's such up. a small amount. Um, then, you know, I let the drain run. Uh, I mean, I let the water run to clear out the drains, and then I waste water on top of it. So got to <laughs> let that water run now for a couple minutes to make sure it all washes down. Same thing with toothpaste. You ever think about that? Does your does your bathroom drain get clogged? No, not really. It's mostly my bathtub. I feel like every five months or something gets clogged with hair. I know didn't we do a whole episode on drains at one point. I don't remember, but we, I I don't remember anything. Um, we I did. don't let the hair go down the drain. I collect it. Well, some of it still is going to go down the drain. You can't stop at all. Sure, but I get a lot of it. Like I take it out of my head and I remove it from my body. Like I find the clumps <laughs> like on the back of my leg and then put them on the bathroom wall. Well, the bathroom sink, I think the mixture of toothpaste and hair creates a clog. And it makes sense, I guess, with toothpaste. That makes sense, yeah. If you're not letting it wash down all the way, it can harden. And so now, you know, you're not supposed to let the water run while you brush your teeth. Wasn't there some old cartoon that showed like a lake drying up because some Yeah, kids... that was on Sesame Street. I always, <laughs> always think of that. Anytime I have water running, I think about that fish's like lake getting smaller and smaller. <laughs> because people are letting the water run while they brush uh-huh. their teeth. That is stupid. Why would you let the water run when you're brushing your teeth? What's the big deal? And I would feel like it would rush me to finish brushing, which isn't good. Well, these days with the electric toothbrush, you've got the timer built in. You know, I never, I hardly ever let it go to the very end. It's two minutes. I know. I think I probably do it at one minute 30 because I know the buzzing, you know, like it buzzes, like it sort of pauses when you're supposed to switch teeth or whatever you're supposed to do. And I just always finish it early. And for some reason, it gives me like a little power kick or something like (laughs) I'll stop when I want to stop. Fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you, Phillips. Telling me to brush for two minutes. I'm going to do one minute and 55 seconds. Sonic, I don't care. (laughs) Boo. (laughs) Well, that's another thing you have to maintain. You were, so before we started recording, talking about the topic, and you said maintenance. And I felt like a maintenance man who would come by and, because something was going on at your apartment the other day where they turned yeah. off the power, they were maintaining things, and I thought this was the inspiration. And then you just started listing everything that you have to do in life. You have to maintain your health. You have to maintain your hair. You have to maintain relationships. And you made it sound so tiring, like a giant burden that's never-ending. Well, I can see how it would feel like that sometimes, like for people. You have to maintain your sonic hair with the new toothbrush heads that cost $30 for two. That's true. I got them on sale for, th- I got three of them. For how much? I don't remember. It was on Amazon. When you buy something on Amazon, it feels like you haven't spent money. Just like. That's what they want. You buy it and then something shows up. And you get a little boost of serotonin. That's what they want. They want you to disassociate. The money yeah. is removed from the purchase. It's the best when you're drunk and you get on your phone and you look at your Amazon thing and you've got like something in your like save for later or just something like chilling in your cart that you haven't pulled the trigger on. Then you're like, fuck it. And you just get <laughs> you just get the thing you want. I don't have anything saved for later. Pez. I think I had once saved for later. Then I ordered the <laughs> Pez. That was in April. That was already months and months ago. We're at the end of the year. Another year flown by. So maybe I'll get Pez again. Delicious Pez without the dispenser because who cares about the dispenser? What dispenser would you like? None. I don't see the need for one. Well, it, maybe there's no need, but it makes things. It's a little like seasoning on your life. It's kind of fun. 
This is not one and I then want. You, you can lift it with one finger, you know, like you pull back the head with the thumb, and then you just like go and you bite it out. It's Pinocchio. Fun. Pinocchio? I just said that because Pinocchio has been on my mind because I went to see the. I know it's on Netflix, but I watched it in the theater, the Del Toro Pinocchio movie. Oh, wait, is that the killing one? No, it's not the killing one. It's just stop motion. Same guy who did Pan's Labyrinth. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I thought that there was like the live Pinocchio with Tom Hanks. Yeah, that one was out. Robert Zemeckis did that one, which is a shame because I like Zemeckis, but that one yeah. apparently fucking sucked. Even my kids thought it sucked. <laughs> and it's four kids. That's yeah, that's saying something. I did, yeah. you know, I've never seen Pinocchio. Oh, really? I I I never saw Pinocchio, the Disney. I never read the story. I didn't really know much other than his nose grew and he wanted right. to be a real boy. And going to see one, you should watch this one on Netflix. Okay. It's beautiful. The stop motion, like just the amount of work involved to make the movie. It's pretty insane, but it's got darker themes. Like it's got the same themes, themes as Pinocchio, but it doesn't uh, lighten them because children can't handle it like Disney would do. Well, th this is old school Disney, so there were some pretty dark themes in the original. Again, I didn't see it, but yes, you're right that Disney used to at least venture down that path a bit. Yeah, like kids smoking cigars and kidnapping and forced sort of child performance weird <laughs> <laughs> this one's worth watching i really right. really enjoyed it and it's also beautiful and the cricket's not named jiminy thank god <laughs> stupid name even though i of course now it's just Dim jiminy cricket right but if you stop and think about what the fuck is jiminy well, jimmy D disney made it up jiminy was J people would say instead of jesus christ they would say jiminy cricket and so Disney just ran with that and thought it was funny. I thought that that came after the cricket. No, I think that came before. And that's what inspired oh. the name. Because in the story, it was just called the talking cricket. <laughs> it didn't have a name. What? And it was also killed. In the, in the, it was? Yeah, Pinocchio crushed it with a mallet. And then I think it, I think it still appeared as like a ghost. But <laughs> for not having read it. I know a decent amount. I just don't know the story, I think. I, like, I know trivia about it, but I don't know the original story. I know the themes behind it. You know, wanting to be a real boy. Well, what does it take to be a real person? And you need to be, need to be honest and brave and whatever the right. fuck else. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Disney ran with Jiminy. And then because they own the name of that, they couldn't use Jiminy, but I also enjoyed it. His name's Sebastian. And he plays a violin and he's a writer. <laughs> he's a writer. So you're right. It is. I guess it came first. 1803. Jiminy Cricket is a test is attested from 1848 and suggests Jesus Christ compare also Jiminy Christmas in 1890. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was another one. I won't but then, say Jesus Christ. I won't say the name in vain. Jiminy Christmas. <laughs> Jiminy Christmas. But yeah, they says uh, it says. Uh, the Italian Il Grillo Palante, the talking cricket. <laughs> <laughs> it's very enjoyable. Interesting. I like stop animotions. Stop animotions. Stop animotions. <laughs> it's when you have clay representations of your emotions. Mm -hmm. Um, I I think that's really cool. It it's it's interesting how. You can like for me, I'll watch something that's in stop motion and every like little, just every once in a while, a little pop up is like, this is stop animation. Like the, I think about the people moving them one little pixel, like one little tedious flash at a time. And the more that's going on in the scene, obviously, the harder it is. You can watch Ugh. some stop uh, motion where, you know, the main character's moving and the rest of the scene is just sitting still. There's no movement, right? which is fine. That's hard enough work to, to move the eyes and the mouth and the limbs. But when I was watching this the other day, like so much is going on in all these scenes. Like, my God, how long did it take to shoot this? 
I love too the creativity that they have to come up with to make like smoke or water. Mm-hmm. You know, I always think that's cool. I always I love Fantastic Mr. Fox because of that stuff. For that reason, you have to maintain your sanity. See, look, yeah. I tied it back. You did a good job. I don't know how you maintain your sanity working on stop motion. It's got to be a labor of love, you know, or maybe you just start to like click in to that pacing, you know, like your, like your own time is irrelevant, you know, you're just, you know, exactly what's happening within this moment in this scene. So you know what to do, you know what needs to change. You know, and then once you leave that, it must be like, whoa, the world is fast, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I also think this, though, because established director with a decent budget, a lot of people worked on it. So at least they got, were able to rotate in and out. Oh, yeah, of course. I wouldn't be able to. I don't think I could do that. <laughs> what? Like, Are you fucking Work- serious? It would just feel so defeating. Like, woo, what a hard day. OK, you know, what do we get? I like, we got. You know, 30 seconds. If that, I think in a day, it's like, yeah, we got five seconds. Okay, great. (laughs) Wonderful. So I give it thumbs up. I say it's worth watching. How do we even get on that? Oh, the Pez dispenser. (laughs) Because you were talking about Amazon. So anyway, I don't know what's going on with this. What did they fix at your apartment the other day? I don't know. They were digging some... um, piping they were like i don't know what they were doing there was they were putting in some pipes down in the ground and something happened with this building i don't think they turned off the power i think when they were like digging something happened i couldn't tell what was going on because they were down there working but then it came back on so like cool whatever i don't care i think about pipes oh my god they're especially in new york it's just wild all the piping that's down there having to i mean there's probably um, plenty of abandoned pipes, too. That's but. what I'm saying. Yeah, a lot of it's abandoned or like too old. You know, it's too old to use. But, but they that, just build on top of it. It's not like they remove it. So many, so much of the plumbing and the piping in the city's old. And I know at some point you have to replace it. But that kind of stuff, anything that's hidden, wiring, piping. Piping especially, though, because it goes underground. Wiring's usually just in the walls. But having to upgrade those things or replace those. Such a mess. I have to rip things apart to access. Like my last apartment, apparently, so we're talking about drains clogging. My tub drain would clog. Uh, Drano didn't do anything. At some point, had to get a plumber in. The plumber snaked it. I wasn't home. I don't know if I was out of town, but I came back and. You know, the plumber did his job and then just left some of the stuff in the tub. Not like giant chunks, but you could tell Ew. that some gross stuff came up and there were black spots and and it stunk. It smelled so bad because whatever was down in the drain clogging it was also rotting. Ew. Uh, you know, when you get past the trap, then the stench can come up. Right. And I think at some point while he was snaking it, maybe because it was old pipes, uh, a little bit of a leak formed, which grew, and then it started leaking to my downstairs neighbor's apartment. And I wasn't allowed to take a shower for a few days, but they had to go into this this person's apartment. What is the fuck? Is this fucking squirrel or something? Oh no, he's like he's dead asleep on this cushion down here, and then something happens, and he bolts up and runs and barks. Well, they ripped apart the whole uh, of the apartment below, and I was just happy that it wasn't my apartment. Whoa! Well, you have to get to the pipes. They had to rip apart uh, the wall and the ceiling to get to the fucking pipe under my tub. Wow. Did they say what had happened? No, it was just leaking. My gross shower water was dripping into someone's <laughs> apartment, maybe all over their bed. <laughs> Were you putting soup and stuff down your drain back then? Uh, that's the toilet. Oh, okay. I would flush that down the toilet. That's another thing. You're not supposed to, like, if you have a septic tank, people flushing shit into that. Well, flushing shit into it's okay. Yeah. Flushing anything other than shit, not okay. I, I was, I think, not that long ago that I stopped 
putting tampons in the toilet. Mm. You're not supposed to do that. I know you're not supposed to do it. And I, you know, I was thinking, should I judge? But I flush things down the toilet. It should yeah. be flushed down the toilet. Um, I know it's, it's the same. I know it's not right. And it's bad. You get those fat bergs that grow yeah. in the, the sewers, which somebody else has to go clean out. How disgusting <sighs> is that thing? Somebody from Dirty Jobs. I mean, that, that's, I mean, that's the big version of what I was talking about. With the coffee grounds and grease in your sink. Mm-hmm. They grow in the sewers and they block the passage of all human waste until it starts overflowing and backing up out of storm drains. And then somebody goes down and it's condoms and tampons and Ew. baby wipes. Oh, and yeah. All those flushable baby wipes that are absolutely not flushable. How do they get away with putting flushable on the package? That I, I was thinking about that the other day because I went into the store and I saw a whole shelf of those. And right. I knew I knew that you're not supposed to flush them. But how do they get away with it? No, flushable is fine. And also, really, you need a... There's a TikTok going around where the woman says that she asked her boyfriend about cleaning his butt in the shower and that he doesn't do it. And he just like lets the water run over his butthole. And then all these other women like come in with stories of their <laughs> so significant we- others when they ask them like, how do you clean your butthole? And then it turned into like wiping and like guys don't even wipe properly. And that's why they always have skid marks. What do you mean they don't wipe properly? They just like they just don't finish wiping. They just wipe however much they want and then they're done, even though if they're not done. I don't know. There's no fucking way. Maybe so some this, people because they're lazy, but I, I'm not just wiping until I feel like I'm done wiping. And then I say, that's good enough, even though there's still smears coming out. <laughs> I don't know. That's what ha- that's what's happening. I don't I don't buy it. Like, so, so let's go back to the person in the shower. Now, I can understand that using a washcloth or whatever. It's like, ah, I, I wash the rest of my body with this. I don't want to touching my butthole. I don't use a washcloth. I use my hand. Use your hand to wash your butthole. Yeah. I mean, it's covered in soap. <laughs> I mean, I wash my vagina. I wash my armpits with my hands. It's not the same. Deal. It's not the same. It's clean. It's I'm not, cleaning it. It's not the same. I, and my asshole is very clean. It's not the same. I'm not trying to say that that doesn't get the job done or even that it's wrong to do it that way because there's soap and there's water and you're using your hand and touching it and your butthole. And sure, at that point, you can wash your hands. It isn't that big of a deal. But in theory, the thought of it is like, no, I don't even I, I don't even like to do it. I'll do it. But I prefer, honestly, and this is because toilet paper isn't really made to be wet. I will take toilet paper and put soap on it and some warm water. And then I clean that way and just drop it into the toilet. During your shower? No, not during the shower. Usually, oh. usually like before the shower. Really? Or sometimes if it's just needed because I haven't showered in a, in a day or two. <laughs> yeah. like, well, there's still some things that need to be cleaned even if I haven't showered. Huh. Yeah, because I want to get rid of it. I don't like having the same cloth or uh, the puff ball that I like to use. No, see, that makes sense because that does hold on to bacteria. But... You should get to know your body. Like, you should be able to touch every part of your body. Nah, I don't want to. Well, you don't have to, but, like, to clean it. It's getting clean. The point is it's getting clean. There are different ways to do this. Maintaining your butthole. (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't don't know. I just have no problem. I never thought it was strange. And then, you know, a lot of people talk about using washcloths. How, like, do you know some people don't use washcloths? And all the washcloth people are like, what? How do you wash your body? And all the non-washcloth people are like, with our hands. Look, if, like, I, if I'm using bar soap, I don't feel the need for a washcloth. I would just use the soap on my skin. I think that the washcloth adds some extra exfoliation and maybe you're getting yes. a little more off. Um, but because I made the switch to body wash so long ago, which I enjoy much more with the puff ball, because you get great foaming. And you get great exfoliation. And uh, I feel extra clean after that. I prefer that. 
Yeah. And I don't want the puffball touching my butt quite often. If I wouldn't put the puffball on my butt, I will scald when, you know, when that happens, I turn the water on as hot as it will go and I scald the puffball under the hot water. (laughs) (laughs) You're not sanitized. You're not, it's not that hot. It's pretty hot. Sanitize your, they they gotta like boil it for like (laughs) minutes, but then won't it melt? Uh, Because it's made of plastic, I guess. What is it made out of? It's plastic. What are they called? They're not loofahs because that's the the sea sponge, right? Yeah. And so I just um, call them puffballs. But some people call do call them loofahs. I think it's just an umbrella term. What are they called? <laughs> puffball. I feel like they're called. <laughs> I don't think they're called puffballs, but <laughs> instead of washcloth. Let's see what I can find. Puffball instead of washcloth. Uh, yeah. Let's see this person. What's safer to use in the shower? Loofah or washcloth? There's something about that hideous spongy poof ball that does not scream. Use me to get a hundred percent clean. Well, you're fucking <laughs> wrong. You're wrong. It's porous. I, I agree with that. There's no. There's less surface area. The washcloth gets filthier than the puff ball, which doesn't absorb either because it's plastic. I'm not saying it doesn't have the ability to absorb some, but it's not like a washcloth, a terry cloth towel. Well, those people, I think, replace them once a week. With a washcloth? Yeah, or maybe more. I mean, that's the one thing I do think about. It's like you should replace the puffball, probably. I should be replacing How, how long are you keeping your puffball? Oh, fuck. I don't know. Sometimes I use a, f- a fucking towel for three weeks. So. <laughs> <laughs> but you're not showering every day? It depends. For the most part, no. In the summer, I shower more. When it becomes right. cooler... No, I dump, I dump a bunch of baby powder into my underwear at night. Just make a paste. <laughs> Paper mache balls. Put a bunch of baby powder into my hair. <laughs> and then I call, that's that. You're going to get clown lung. No, that went away. This is safe now. It's safe again. Oh, it is? Yeah, I don't know how. I don't know what formula change happened, but apparently it's safe again. It says right on there. Oh, okay. Breathe well, in all day long. Yeah, just huff this. <laughs> no big deal. But yeah, so the puffball, I don't know. It's staying way too long. Months. Months. Ugh. I Look, I get it. It's like we talk about, it's like, I don't want it touching my butthole. But even if it doesn't touch my butt, it's filled with water. And it's hanging and drying over and over again and scrubbing my body. And it's filthy enough on its own. So. <gasps> What about when you flush the toilet? Do you close the lid? Do you make sure the lid's closed? No, even though I know the giant, I know that the atomic bomb of toilet stuff yeah. shoots into the air. I taught the kids that, so now Pete is like very into closing the lid. <laughs> I mean, it is disgusting, but yeah. I, I don't tend to always do that because I don't. It's funny. I'd rather not touch the lid. Which is not that dirty. I know, like, you know, the studies that say the toilet seats are cleaner than door handles, which they are. Right. But in my mind, I don't want to touch the seat. That's disgusting. So I'd rather have the mushroom cloud of. That you don't see. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know, the the toothbrush is away in the cabinet. Mine's out on the the counter. Exposed. But I keep the lid closed, so. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. Even when you're just going. It's flying all over the place. Ew, is it? Ultimately, none of this matters because we all live. Oh, yeah. I'm, I, I don't, I think about those things just because I'm thinking about the world around me, but I don't care. I'm not concerned. I'm like, whatever. Well, I asked you how many, how often you clean your shower and you said never. Yeah. Uh, so the only cleaning I've done is just like a, just like, yeah, just a little bit. You know, not a lot of effort. I'll wipe down the walls every once in a while. Um, and then I bought that shower spray that you spray after the shower. And you just leave and, it there? And yeah, just you leave it. <laughs> and I really liked the one that I got the first time. And then I couldn't find it. It was like this lavender smell. It was so awesome. And then I found just some other one. And I hate the way it smells. So now I hardly ever spray it because I think it stinks. And I just, you know, every once in a while. I'll go around with an old washcloth <laughs> that is not used for our bodies, but is in the shower because the kids play with them and whatever. Um, 
you and wipe it down. It is. It's I'll quite. It down it's quite frustrating that the shower is not self-cleaning. It should be. It I know, especially like if you. I mean, my kids aren't taking as many baths, Ugh. but when they were taking baths, there was more of a ring around, but not that much. I mean, they were never that even dirty. just taking showers near the drain. You got to wipe that down. It starts to turn Ugh. color pink sometimes. The depending. pink? What is that? Some weird bacteria, pink colored <laughs> bacteria. <laughs> I don't know. I always assumed that it had something to do with like the water hardness. But maybe it is bacteria. Yeah, I feel like it's a more northern thing. I don't remember seeing the pink. Oh, yeah, it's, when, it's, it's bacteria. I, I don't remember seeing the pink when I lived in Georgia. It's a bacteria which is found naturally in soil, food, and animals. Ew. And produces a characteristic red pigment. They thrive on moisture, dust, and phosphates and need almost nothing to survive. Wow. <laughs> so, so. Like when, a water bear. When you, yeah. Water bear, why are water bears so cute? <laughs> They're not. You're just assigning traits to them. No, they are. They're not. They, they like explore the world. They're like moving around and then they can go totally flat and dry and then just get reanimated back to life. But you're just looking, like, yeah, you're looking at these things and thinking it's like a sea cow or a sloth or something. Yeah, it's like a manatee yeah that's what you're applying like you're applying those traits assigning those traits it's nothing like that it's got like the legs like oh look at that I, it does it's got like tiny little fingers yeah but they're not cute they're not really cute at all where do they live i have no clue everywhere really in your eyes <gasps> no I, I just said that I don't know. <laughs> are there water bears in my eyes maybe Habitat. Uh, they're in mosses. They like moss. Mosses. Uh, soaking a piece of moss in water will bring them about. How to grave. How to grade. Uh, other environments in which they are found are dunes and coasts. Dunes. Soil, leaf litter, marine or fresh water sediments. Come on, look at them. They're like weird and cute. I'm, lo I'm looking. I know what you're saying, but if you get to the real microscopic picture. Yeah. They're not so cute. They look like uh, poor man armadillos at that point. <laughs> like ragged armadillos. Like, oh. Yeah, this like electron microscope one where. <laughs> That's kind of gross, I guess. See? They're, they're pretty. They have suction discs and claws. They're aliens. Uh, they're no more alien than we are. I agree. We all think about what aliens are, and they're always some type of humanoid. Even if it's even if it's not like the the big eyes and the long fingers and like the weird head, it's always just like living their lives in some way that translates into our brain. When it's like, you know, Io or whatever that moon on Jupiter that they think has life. I never remember if it's Io or Ganymede or Gamonede, whatever. Um, Europa. Is it Europa? Yeah, Europa is a good candidate for life. But yeah, it's probably got shit like water bears in it. Yeah, I'm sure there's plenty. Like if you came to Earth, or if you were a human from Earth and you didn't know anything about any of the other animals and people just started showing you these things, you would think they were aliens. Yeah. There's just a lot of diversity. And, you know, we look weird as fuck. We're just used to... I find it strange to be attracted to other people sometimes because <laughs> objectively it's like we're goofy. We're just these yeah. goofy gangly things that are ugly to other, <laughs> other species, I'm sure. And then we look at each other like, Oh, so beautiful. You're one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> and then women do things to their faces to make them more, yeah, but that's built in. Attractive. That's built Feline. into the uh, animal, animals, you know, the, uh, across the board. Usually it's the dudes, though, trying to do that stuff. Right. Dancing or their feathers or whatever the hell it is. Yeah, they um, they did an experiment with, a, like, these two male birds and this one female bird. And they just, like, glued a little pearl with a feather sticking on the top, out the top of it, onto the one of the male's head. And the female bird was all about it. 
like chose him. Yeah. It is interesting if to maintain yourself to attract other people like that is the driving force. I know that it's healthy. <laughs> you know, maybe you want to live. So you maintain well, a diet uh, or your right, health. But living feels um, so much more almost easy. Uh, it's just the default that maintaining yourself to attract someone feels like something you have to do. And then once you have that person, either one of you or both of you don't have to maintain that as much. And so then you just, you never really tried to maintain your health for your life. You were trying to maintain your health to attract somebody um, and to like fulfill some biological imperative. <laughs> but now you're just like people just, and that's what I think, right? Is that, wouldn't that be giving up? Like you guys, you've just given up, like getting fat, unhealthy, yeah, a lot of people do fall into that. I do think there's an idea, though, that even if you aren't looking to cheat and you're happy in your relationship, a lot of people still want other people to look at them and be attracted to them. So there's some people that fall into that, too. Sure. And it's like, oh, I just, you know, I want other people to look at me and think something positive, at least. Not like, look at that bum. What the fuck is going on in that person's life? Why aren't they? Wait, when an actual bum? No, I just mean oh. like a person, like who's not taking care of themselves. Yeah. Like, look at that bum who's got that stringy hair, clearly using bar soap instead of <laughs> shampoo. Or using shampoo all over their body. <laughs> I heard Eric say that on the radio show the other day. He's like, I, I don't use, that? I don't use body wash. But yeah. he does use shampoo. <laughs> <laughs> Which I don't know. Whatever. I don't think it's that different. I mean, yeah. But also, it just feels much more harsh. Yeah, maybe like, it I is. I bet you he's got the crackiest heels. <laughs> you just, know what I mean? Like, his ankles have got to be, like, ash white. I just don't know the disdain towards body wash. Like, I would never use that. Why? <laughs> is it feminine? Who cares if it's feminine? I like it. I enjoy it's, it. It really is true that there are just some mentalities that when you stop growing you just get so stuck and then you get so out of step with i don't know the the world i guess i guess in when you're when you're in it you think like the world is getting fucked up and i'm the one maintaining the level of sanity but i disagree i feel like there's always progress Yes. Take the next and, step. Try the yeah. body wash as <laughs> trivial well, I, the, as it may be. I don't mean to bitch now, but like all of the talk about he's constantly watching YouTube. And I feel if like TikTok weren't around and, you know, Jared and I were talking about all the YouTube we watch, he would like be totally shitting all over that. But because he's found interesting things on YouTube, then all of a sudden it's okay where I'm on, I know that TikTok is a joke and I know that TikTok can be so stupid and absolutely garbage, but there's some really interesting things on there. And if you're, if you're on the right, you know, sort of side of TikTok, then you find out some cool things. You learn things. I know. I have no yeah. comment. We've gotten into the TikTok. Talk. Like, I understand what you're saying and I don't deny that that exists. Yeah, you can you can dislike TikTok for whatever reason you want. I tend to dislike YouTube, too. I know there's plenty of things. I don't like yeah. user generated content. I don't. Right. I, yeah. And, you know, it's, which is an interesting thing to say, because there are people who have interesting things to say and present They're They create. Well, really what is cool our show? I know, but we've gone through it a million times before. My struggles with even doing this. Yeah. It's like, why the fuck am I doing this? Who the fuck do I think I am to do such a thing? And, you know, there's a lot of these people who would never be heard because there were gatekeepers before and it mm -hmm. was hard to break through and there was limited access to any kind of mass uh, media. And the ability to do that is cool. But at the same time, because it opens the floodgates and there's so many people so desperately trying and nothing turns me off more than someone who says, look at me, look at me, please look, I'm here, please. I'm so desperate. It's pathetic. It disgusts me. The moment somebody, you can sense it, you can smell it on them. Like they're so fucking desperate 
for some kind of attention and notoriety. That well, remember that person that you brought to my attention that was on TikTok that was like a, uh, they were some sort of gender something fluid or something. Yes, and they always said things this really weird way. Yes, <laughs> that feels very desperate because it feels inauthentic. And I think again, you really don't like inauthenticity. No, and. So much so, working in extremes, I dismiss because I feel like it's too much to sift through. Like, you're gonna, you can't avoid it completely. You want to get on TikTok? You, for every good video, there's 1,200 losers. Who... <laughs> but that's the thing. So with that, you go through, and then the algorithm knows it that you have not enjoyed stuff like that. So it will curate content for you that is not like that. Yes, I mean, let's clarify Autumn, the, the thing you were talking about that I found on, I actually found it on Reddit. There was a TikTok user, and you bring up that they were gender fluid. That has nothing to do with, you know, Oh, I thought, anything. It, I thought some of the controversy was something about that. Oh, well, some of the controversy that popped up was because of things they were saying in regards to that. Uh, okay. But the presentation is what annoyed me. The way they presented it over the top and the fake smile and the stomping on the ground and the screaming and the yelling. Um, and then I... That just, I found out was a, a big thing, a big, I don't want to call it a scandal. I don't know what the correct word is, but I, I came across this video on Reddit and then I found out on TikTok there was a bit of controversy surrounding that person. And they were ultimately driven off of TikTok, which is a shame, you know, because they annoyed me. This is this is how I am. Like, I'd, I'm talking about how much I can't stand people who are so desperate, but then they're teamed up against and driven off the platform and then I feel for them. I'm like, ah. Uh, Why'd you need to do that? Why couldn't you just leave that person alone? And yeah, uh, some of the stuff that people created, why this person didn't shouldn't be on, like they called them a predator and stuff, and they were trying okay. to create content. The, the way they presented their content was aimed at luring in children, which was bullshit. Like I was like, that's not what's happening here. And I, you know, we're talking in generalized terms. So yeah. anyone listening right now has no fucking clue because I don't want to give out the name of the user. But why? It's on Reddit. Yeah, someone else can go find it. I don't okay. know. I don't want to give out the name. I just don't. I feel like they've dealt with enough. And not that somebody listening to the show would hunt them down and harass them. But it's just. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's like you annoyed the fuck out of me. I couldn't stand you. But now I do have some empathy. And I'm sorry that that happened to you. That people were nasty. <laughs> Can't deal with it. There's too much. Well, even when I was talking about their gender something, I felt like I meant it with an eye roll. And you know that I'm very, you know, like, like open to whatever people's gender is. But because I felt like they were so fake, I felt like it was not part of their real life. It was just like, <laughs> you know what I mean? It was like, I felt like they used that as a part of a personality instead of it just being who they are. Well, the truth is with this person, I think they were in their late twenties. They apparently had just recently come out and expressed like at 25, uh -huh. let's say. So it was all new to them. And this is a interesting yeah. role reversal here where usually I don't give a shit about the context of things. I, <laughs> I draw my judgments on a, on a person based on one of their videos. And I'm like, I can't deal with them. Look at them. Look how thirsty they are. They've got nothing going on in their lives. They annoy me. And then you'd say something. No, but really they're dealing with this or this is that. <laughs> shut up, Autumn. Right. Shut up. And this is an instance where you've taken the other stance and I'm here defending this person who still, their videos did annoy the fuck out of me. Yeah. I couldn't stand them. Well, I guess I'm just sort of thinking about it for myself because... Because you didn't put in the time. You claimed to you know, maintain yourself by going to therapy. You went to therapy for three weeks. <laughs> and you stopped going. Three years? Was it three years? Yeah, I think so. Oh. I tell you I stopped going? Yeah. Have you checked back in? No. I, uh, I'll do a check-in here soon before the new year, since the new year brings about oh, right. feelings. You have a time thing. 
Another I checked year. back in with mine. Yeah, and how'd it go? It was great. I I was just like overthinking and you know, I don't know. I just I kept having the instinct to make an appointment with her and like you need to talk this out, you know? And I decided not to brush that aside. So I made sure like I made the appointment and it was great. You know, yeah. she helped me. Well that's good. Some people go to therapy forever just because it becomes part of the routine. Some people go when there's, you know, once you start going, some people obviously never go. Right. And then some people go when there's big events in their life and then other people just check in here and there. Yeah. And I feel, um, you know, I, I did f- when I wanted to make this appointment with her, which is already passed. I've already talked to her, but the, um, yeah, I did feel a little overwhelmed and thought, I was having trouble nailing down my thoughts and she helped me realize that I can have conflicting emotions. No, (laughs) not allowed. Everything needs to be clean, clear cut, easily boxed, packaged, sold. I know I was watching some monk or something talk about, you know, it's not a real monk. No monk should be anywhere where you can see them talking. Unless you go, you unless about? you go to their monastery, I feel like these monks are supposed to live minimalistically. And here, I've got my TikTok. I'm the TikTok monk. Oh, it wasn't his TikTok. <laughs> oh, okay. See. Well, either way, I don't really know. It Drawing conclusions. <laughs> the point is uh, that they were talking about using your anger. Oh, it was like a classroom, and they were asking a monk this question. I think they were like in England or something. And they asked this little girl, asked the monk about feeling angry. And the monk went into, you know, using that anger as a tool and like dealing with it and what, like dealing with the anger. And I was just thinking about when are you supposed to just let some emotion run through you or like, is it, it's not healthier to then say, to like not feel the emotion because you think that you've got a handle on your emotions, right? Like you need to be able to, you need to let yourself feel. No, having a handle on your emotions is you don't shove them down and not feel them. Having a handle to me at least was you feel your emotions and then you know how to process them so they don't manifest in different ways or you don't throw your problems into other people and then they have to carry that shit for you or it ruins you know someone else's day because like we're all going to get in moods and sometimes you can't process your feelings immediately but to me getting a handle on your feelings was all right i'm going to feel this even if it's not logical i'm not going to try to resist it i'm going to let i'm going to work through this and that'll be that and minimize any negative effects from it well i think too when you when you feel something feeling it is one thing and then the processing it is saying like where is it coming from so if you're feeling angry you're probably ultimately feeling sad right or disappointed or something and then your defense is to feel anger and i think that's the processing yeah that can be part of it sometimes it doesn't even matter where it comes from just, I don't know, this is happening. If it keeps happening and you want to know, or yeah, if you're just constantly angry, which isn't, you know, which is an emotion that most people, not that they're comfortable with it. You surely weren't comfortable with no, anger, I'm still not. but a lot of things funnel to anger, like you said. And mm-hmm. so if you're constantly angry, it's worth looking at, but you know, if it's a one-off and you're just feeling something that doesn't feel logical, maybe it doesn't even matter why you're like, Oh, yeah, that's it's true. Just happening. Yeah, that's the other part is like, um, what is it called? Um, like logicifying your feelings is also not good. Well, quite so, often they don't match logic. Yeah, sometimes you just have to let yourself feel it. So maintaining yourself. And that's very uncomfortable. I got mad at my dad last uh, yesterday afternoon and I started crying. Why? Because I have trouble being mad. <laughs> what did What happened? Um, I was dropping off baby to go to work because they watch him in the afternoons and then bring him and put him in his kennel like around seven or something. So 
because that, that way he doesn't spend as much time in the kennel because I'm gone until like 11 sometimes. So anyway, I'm dropping him off and um, my dad asks me about his trainer and I was like, oh yeah, you know, I've seen him twice. Uh, I haven't seen him in a while because I've just gotten busy and you know, I'm trying to figure out when I can do that. He was like, well, better make that. You better make that. I don't know. I'm like, yeah, I'm working on busy, you know, and then something some more little conversation happened and then he was like he's a bad dog is what he said to me <laughs> he is <laughs> <laughs> he's not he's only he's young still he's, we're working on it he's a bad dog so i why do you do that <laughs> just go ahead i'm telling you something that hurt my feelings <laughs> and made me mad and then you're like I'm going to just double down. No, that's not what that wasn't my intent. I just, you said it. And I, <laughs> from what I know, I was like, oh, he is a bad dog. That's he's right. not a bad dog. He's just a okay, dog. And I'm trying a... to figure him out. Okay. So uh, anyway, I got offended. And I was, I told him like, that's not, you know, like, that's not, that's not nice for you to say, you know? And I was trying to make it an out. Like I said, what if I told you that Tom sucks with his dog, Tom? And he's like, oh, I I think you're a pretty level-headed person. And if you told me Tom sucks, then I would believe you. And I do something about it. I'm like, no, you wouldn't. And then he, I was, I, I don't know. I tried to make him understand. And he was like, okay. He's like, I said, he said, um, I'll never say anything about baby again. I was like, I said, no, don't do that. <laughs> I was like, that's not what I'm saying. And I tried to, again, explain how I felt. And I said, you need to say you're sorry. He's like, I'm sorry. <laughs> somewhere inside though don't you feel that maybe there's some truth to it yes and, and that, that's why i got that bothers you yeah you're what i told him was you know i come you know i i feel like you're a person that i should be feel safe around and then i get insulted and like made to feel like i'm not doing a good job and that i have a bad dog and that this is a burden and then but you're I also taking that and really branching out from when you you applied a lot, <laughs> filled in a lot of blanks yourself. Yeah, he's a bad dog. You're saying I am a terrible person because I have a bad dog. And no, that the, I'm not. I'm a terrible I'm irresponsible person. That I'm, and that I'm bad at being a dog owner. Yeah. And it's my fault. Yeah. And then I also said part of the and I said you know I do cry like crying is my default you know for many emotions, um, but I also said. Uh, that sometimes I feel like people, I, I do a lot of sort of caring how others feel, especially in like when it comes to my dad, I guess, or maybe just my family. I don't know. And, and with my kids, they can't, they don't, you know, they're just kids. So I have to be more sort of aware of how they're feeling and dealing with their emotions and whatever. But sometimes I feel like no care is noted or taken for me and how something said to me or about my life will make me feel, especially coming from my dad. And it bothers me that the person I'm supposed to feel like the safest around doesn't care about how something he says will affect me. Well, it's a lot to take on to have to think about people all the time and how what you say will affect them. A lot of people don't want to do it or have the capacity for it. I yeah, and I wouldn't mind if it were... A stranger at the gym. <laughs> no, I mean, even if it was just like a one-off, you know? But it just always feels like there's a, a criticism coming from my dad and he'll be like, I'll... I'll you know, give a response to whatever I feel the response is. And he'll be like, okay. Maybe it's a projected criticism. Maybe he's criticizing himself constantly in his head. Yeah. Who knows what's going on up there? I don't. He's not going to let you in. Maybe it's just too, too much to handle. Oh, he's it's, it's locked inside himself. Yeah. He's writing things down in his brain in a language he doesn't understand. It's safe. He, it's, you know. And he folds it up and he puts it in a lockbox that is, he does not know the combination to. Sometimes it's the easiest thing to do. It's hard to do that, but once you figure out how to do something well like that, 
you just continue yeah, Co- on. It's the way, yeah, it's just the way he's always been, I guess. Well, Not always, but, you know, because of his life experiences has made it. This is the way he can, can he can live. Yeah. Well, getting to things that are important about maintenance, your car. I hope you're maintaining that car of yours. Changing the oil, rotating the tires. Is that stuff happening? Where'd you go? Hello? Hello? Oh, sorry. <laughs> what the hell's happening? I don't know. I think I accidentally touched the mute button on my screen on accident. Oh, I thought that you were pissed that I was changing gears. No! About the car? I, I, I didn't hear anything. I said, yeah, now it's things that matter, cars. And then there was nothing but silence <laughs> from you. <laughs> sorry. Like, I'm pissed. I'm talking about something very serious here. No, sorry about that. Um, Yeah, I'm maintaining the car. I got it's it's oil's been changed. It probably could use a tire rotation. I dread the day I'll need new tires. Yeah, you can go to Costco and get them. Sam's <gasps> Club. I have a Costco membership. Yeah, go get them from there. It's not that okay. It's not that terrible. A few hundred but, you dollars. Know, it's always so expensive. A few hundred dollars. Yeah. Having a car is expensive. I have this car, and I think about you know I'm changing the oil. Every six months, it's like I can't even drive it two thousand miles. Do I need to change the oil? But why do you do it then? Well, you're supposed to change it every. Uh, it's, it's all strange and all over the map these days. With synthetic 5, oil, miles. with synthetic oil, can you actually even probably go longer? But you yeah. shouldn't. And yeah, five thousand. I don't drive the car that often, or at least long distances. Uh, and in, like in a year, I think I put. 6,000 miles on it. And that included two trips to Atlanta last year. Oh, wow. Back and forth. So that was the Do you have low mileage insurance? Like the the bonus for having low mileage? I told them when I drive. And so they based my rate off of that. And there's this idea that they could come. They would want me to prove it. Yeah. I don't know how they tell you. Well, they just trusted me, I guess. So they based my rate off of that. Um, But yeah, changing the oil. And it's hard to maintain a car. Those kind of things, sure. Oil, tires, but like just even washing it because it sits on the street. I have oh, no place yeah. to wash it. I take it to a car wash and then it's filthy again. It's amazing how dirty it gets just sitting there. Then the other day I parked, uh, I was moving the car and there were two spots. This is a rare occurrence, but there were two spots right next to each other on the street. And I could park under a tree that had extra leaves on it. It was a smaller tree or a big old tree that had the leaves already fallen off and i thought well i'm gonna park under that one because i don't want my car to be covered in leaves and then i walked by the next day after a storm and there was this huge branch just dangling above my car (laughs) i was like fuck (laughs) i chose the wrong tree and pulled the car up and christina went out we have this uh, i don't know what to call it it's like this extension rod that opens the skylight so it like attaches to a hook so it's it's pretty long and so we went out and I moved, pulled the car up and had her knock the branch off the tree. But it was a big fucking branch. But wow. How did you get it down without it maybe hitting other cars? Eh, the space was big enough, I guess. I have a car wash um, subscription. That's good. <laughs> Look, I think washing the car is important. Just even having a nice car. But it's great, too, because you can vacuum. You know, like, that's the biggest thing for me. Oh, yeah. Like, getting a car getting a little dirty, like, I don't know, it gets rained on again. You know, it's not that big of a deal. But the, ugh, the inside is so disgusting. Because these kids, and then, you know, I bring in leaves and dirt. Yeah. Vacuuming. It's just nice to have it when it's clean. Getting all that out of there. But I have this this thing, and every time I go out, there's another little dent or a little chip of the paint. Oh, I have the... three little dents from somebody, I guess, opening their car door, but just like right in a row, boom, 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 down the side, and I hate it. And it's not big enough to like do any of the things that you can read about how to remove little, like dents in your car. You know, the, those those solutions are for larger dents, but these little ones, I'd have to like take off the door panel and get like one of those round. <laughs> you don't, yeah ball peen hammers like <laughs> it's also nobody else sees it and even if they do they don't care it's, i know i just see it I yeah like i it. get it look i get it 
I walk, I walk, you know, I see something on my car. My front license plate's all dented up because people are parallel parking. Oh, they bump backing, into you? Yeah, they're backing into it. They're idiots. And, you know, I walk the streets after seeing something on my car and then I look at other cars and they're all exactly the same. Some are much worse. And, and for the most part, I don't ever think about those. I don't give a shit. Oh, yeah. It's not about anybody else and what it looks like to them. It's about me. That's my point. That's what's funny about it. It's like, why do we care so much then? I mean, having pride well, in something. Well, it's just a notice. Your brain notices, you know, it's, this thing is supposed to be smooth and there's dents in it. Yeah. Or, you know, taking pride in something that was expensive and taking care of it. That makes yeah. sense, too. Well, ever since I paid off this car, I have felt like, oh, this is my car. You already paid it off. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. So twelve thousand dollars to go. Pay it off. You have that money. Yeah, I don't want to. I know that people say, "Why wouldn't you? You're going to pay more in the long run." It's like, yeah, I don't know. I don't want to. Well, I would do it. It feels awesome. It's a low enough interest rate. Which sure, I'm already paying more per month. I'm going to pay it off in three something. Oh, you years. are. Yeah, I'm paying it off in three years instead of five. Oh, nice. Well, three and a half. But whatever. That poor Maintaining thing. Maintaining your credit score? That poor. Yeah, we're out of time. <laughs> My credit score. I just know you're proud of your credit score. What is it right now? Let's go to Credit Karma and take a look. Some people say that's not the FICO score. Credit Karma uses a different model. All right, I'll tell you them all. You want to know all of them? You want to know all of them all? Going to Credit you Karma. You want to know them all of them all? I got them all. I'll tell them. Uh, credit Karma, TransUnion, and Equifax, both 820. <laughs> 820? Right, you want to go see the FICO? Let's go see the FICO. Let's look at the FICO. Fuck you. How do you find the fucko store? Uh, score? Banks will give them to you. So if you go to your banking app, uh, okay. quite often they'll say, take a look at your FICO score. You want to see? Uh, mine's TransUnion 788 and Equifax 793. It's not bad. That's not bad. It's, in fact, excellent. But yours is amazing. Oh, my God. It says my FICO score, according to this banking app. It's funny because the credit card app, like Amex, will give me a different number. So they're using it's such an arbitrary, strange yeah, thing anyway. Like sometimes it's like you, you've paid off an account. You did what you were supposed to do. That account closed. Not good. Right. Now it's going to go. You're like, wait, I'm supposed to have debt? Yeah. Well, yes. Yes. That is what they want. That right. is exactly what they want is for you to have debt forever and it's ever. Not. But they want you to be responsible with your debt. Not having debt's no good. Having debt and paying us the money, preferably the minimum payment, so you're trapped in it forever. That's what yeah. we want. Uh, but if you're not paying us, then that's very bad, too. Uh, only 806, according to... Oh, 806 is still amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tell me about it. Tell me. So good. Such a good scar. Oh, there's the radiator. Can you hear the hiss? I hear it. That means it's time to end. Yeah, you're right. It is time to end. Thank you, everybody, for listening to yet another episode of One Topic. Please maintain your friendships and your relationships with people you love. And also get your oil changed. And Bye. maintain your teeth. We didn't even talk about that. Oh, my God. Maintain your teeth or else you'll have a heart attack for some reason. I don't know why. but That's gum disease. Which well, can come, yeah, it can come, but you also don't want to have bad breath. You know, there's plenty of other things. Beautiful smile. Ugh, the best. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> <laughs>